0: hello and thank you for joining us for how have you not seen a movie podcast where we fill in the gaps in each other's cinematic knowledge by asking important questions like you seriously have never seen *Titan*?" or whoa you never watched
1: the texas chainsaw massacre or
0: how have you not seen scream again and thank you for joining us for how have you not seen i'm your co-host caroline thompson i am a bat that turned into a
1: man and i'm gonna suck your blood and
0: what is your name carson (laughs) and this is how have you not seen a movie podcast where each week we pick one of our favorite movies the other hasn't seen we talk about it Then we go and watch the movie. And then we talk about it some more. It's going to be a real good time. Carson, this is actually one that I'm actually kind of surprised because while this is a like a it is a straight up horror movie. Yep. Like there's no like it, it is also a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like comedic elements in there. And it is a very like movie person's movie. Yeah. So I'm kind of like of all of the ones I know the answer. I'm going to ask the question in a second. Yeah. I know what the answer is. But just of all of the movies we are watching this month. This is probably the one I'm the most surprised you have not seen.
1: That's that's pretty yeah, it's pretty accurate. I mean, I definitely like at a friend's house as a child saw part of like, you know, Scream two or three or whatever. Yeah, though I've definitely not sat down and watched all this. I will say, I've seen first four scary movies.
0: Ooh, well, if you've seen the first four scary movies, the first scary movie is a, is a very heavily. Yeah.
1: Which yeah, is like, a
0: weird thing, right?
1: Because this is a self-aware horror comedy and that is a parody of a self-aware horror comedy. It's very weird.
0: Yes. So yeah. it is very much like, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the first scary movie in a long time, but I remember thinking it was so fucking funny when I was like oh, 13. Yeah. Oh, I've never yeah. seen any of the scary um,
1: movies. I, I don't think my guess is they probably much. don't hold up. But you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I do have memories of watching those movies at Sleepovers when I was yeah, you know, I,
0: I have yeah. I have very fond memories of renting the first scary movie with my sister and some of our cousins mm. and just and like being just so extremely like over the moon because we are watching like a really raunchy, mm-hmm. like grown up, like nasty yeah. movie in the way that all of the scary movie films like parody, like four or five really big horror movies at the moment. Mm-hmm. But like, there's always one that it's like they're really, really aping. Like the first scary movie is like mostly doing the screen. second one is doing the ring, the ring. No, that's a third one. one the third one, one is, ring. is the ring.
1: The second, the second one is like a weird the like haunted, haunted mansion. Hill. Yeah, it's like, yeah, odd. it's like
0: they do. Yeah, they do like their own. It's like, it's like they, yeah, it's it's weirdly like the house on haunted. And Hill. the fourth
1: one is, if I recall
0: correctly, it's a War Mix. of the Worlds. It's right?
1: War of the Wo- No, but it's War of the Worlds and um, uh, Signs and the Village, <laughs> which like if you want a little uh, a little a little screenshot of like the movie landscape in two thousand and four, there you go. Yeah, for fucking real, Jesus. Um. Yeah. So no, I mean, I I like I know the deal of Scream. I it's not one that I've like purposely avoided, but it's just odd. I've never gotten yeah. around to it quite.
0: Well, so that all having been said, what do you know about Scream? So
1: it is a slightly self-aware slasher film. It is a movie with a pretty common slasher film setup. There's a group of horny teens. They all have different outlandish personalities. There is a uh, killer walking among them. His name is Ghostface. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he is a spooky man with a black cape and hood. And he's got a big, scary ghost face. And he stabs people to death and all the kids are trying to avoid them and they're getting into horny teen antics. But the conceit of it is that they are aware, not like literally that they are in a movie, but they are people who live in a world in which there are like Halloween is a movie that exists. And so they are aware of the tropes of slasher films and the tropes of slasher films are in some way related to the way that the murders are taking place.
0: Yeah, and it's direct about...
1: Directed by Wes Craven, yes?
0: Correct. The, the master oh, himself. For Wes. Who did, who did the first... Corey, correct me if I'm wrong. He did the first four of them, right? Did
1: he come back? Uh, I don't think he did... Uh, I don't think he did four. I could be wrong. I'll look it up.
0: Okay. But yes, um, it is It is very much... Um, this is very much a Wes Craven franchise, which I find yeah. to be very oh, fun. Oh, yeah. He did do four.
1: Um,
0: he did do four okay um yeah which is which is which is very fun um it's in the way that like in the way that friday the 13th is or not friday the 13th jesus in the way that nightmare on elm street is like really fucked up and deranged but also really fun in its own weird way this is like like the mirror image polar opposite of that. Like it's, it's so different, but it has that same like, but we could have fun Mm -hmm, with this. Right mm -hmm. guys. Like it's got that same like fun, weird craven sensibility to it. That is um, a lot of fun. Absolutely. So yeah, I think that's about all I know though. All right. Well, in that case, are you ready to move into our little game? I am. So, um, we are going to be playing a classic, classic one for this, um, we are going to be playing recast it. Mm. And as this film is not a, uh, a romantic comedy, because t- this, this game started with, we pick the top five and you come up with one new cast. Yeah. And we just keep doing with yeah. romantic comedies, yeah. or romantic or romance. Films. So we just keep doing like multiple sets of the same couple, mm. which is fine. But so we are going to go back and we are going to do the top five build um, actors in this film. Plus one bonus. Okay. Plus one bonus. So we are going to start with Nev Campbell
1: as Sydney Prescott. All right. I am looking up images of these people to remind me. Um, <laughs> wow, Nev Campbell has appeared on People Magazine's list of the fifty most beautiful people. Twice. She's, she's a she's a very she beautiful lady. Beautiful. Oh, I know absolutely nothing about the characters that these people play. This is going to be a real.
0: Well, so one. I'll um, give you a bit of a hint. I mean, okay. Nev Campbell is the lead in a slasher film. She is the lead girl in a slasher okay. film. All right, okay. So she gets killed first. <laughs> yeah, classic. But, um, she is the. You know what they say? The, they're the, the, the first, first lady. girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: I'm trying to think, people of the kind of the same age. I'm gonna say. You know, fuck it. I don't know. I, we were just talking about marriage story. Teen movie. Let's go Scar ScarJo, Scar jo final, final Girl.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Scar Joe in... she,
1: and. She would have been about the right age at this point. Yeah. In yeah.
0: 96. 96. 96. Yeah. Okay. How old is Carla Johnson? She's in her 40s, right? Okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Well,. Oh no, she would have been 12. Oh, well. <laughs> I was
1: going to say, I thought she was only
0: like, oh my God, Scarjo's Scar- Scar- not even 40. Oh, damn, really? That's yeah. wild. She's 37. Good for,
1: good for Scarlett Johansson. I was not aware of that. I thought she was like 43.
0: No, so she is okay. 30. She is 37. All right. So do you want to stick with 12-year-old Scarlett Joe?
1: I mean, I'm going to we're pulling from time. I'll say I'm going to pull like 2010 or like 2005 Scar Joe in there. Fine. Fine. All
0: right, fine. Uh, um and then for uh next up is Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers. Mm,
1: okay. Courtney Cox is she also playing a high schooler because she is a little bit older than Nev Candle?
0: Yeah. No. That is that is a very good observation. She is not playing a high schooler. Okay she is playing in one of the adults okay well she's a young adult like she's, sure. she's like the young hot adult but she's okay not a, she's not cool cool adult. cool she's um, not a student she's an adult young
1: hot adult in the 1990s i'm gonna say nicole kidman
0: oh uh, oh actually that's really really good
1: Oh, and this is
0: not just for me. Oh, my this God. came out. God, oh, I wanted the, the year.
1: The, the year
0: after Eyes Wide Shut. I say give it uh, to me. No, three years prior. I thought three years 99. before.
1: Oh, OK, OK. Oh, no, this came out in 96. All right.
0: Yeah. yeah. But still, yeah, no, honest. Oh, shit. OK. Thing is, very different character. Mm. Uh, still, still the best character in the movie, though, I think. Right, Corey? Uh, yeah, no, I'd say so. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, I mean yourself. I don't, who's my favorite think, character in I would say I don't think Gail Weathers is the best character
1: in the movie. Oh, I love Gail Weathers. In a world in which you do? Yeah, I think you're 100%
0: correct. <laughs> okay, well, how, how, how about this? In, in a world in which you don't think Courtney Cox Gail Weathers is the best character in the film, <laughs> does Nicole Kidman Gail Weathers become the best character in the film? I think she might have to. Okay,
1: awesome. Also, look, if if they're talking about horror movies, Nicole Kidman coming out and being like the movies would be
0: really <laughs> advantageous
1: <laughs> to them trying to
0: catch the killer, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and here, stories feel uh, perfect and powerful. Because mm-hmm. here, it's true. They, they are. Um, it's true. AMC. <laughs> Um, next, uh, is David Arquette as, and this is how he is listed on IMDb, Deputy Dewey.
1: <laughs> Deputy Dewey.
0: Which is not technically. Deputy.
1: De- oh, lie. no, my my brain immediately went to a place and it might be wrong, but, you know, it sounds cool. Um, oh, no, wait, do I want to do that? You're I think you have that. to, now. I think I I think I have to is the thing. All right. So that immediately went my deputy Dewey made my brain go to a place, right? Okay. And that place was Dewey Cox. And that made me think John C. Riley. Oh my gosh. John C. Riley is like a cop in a horror movie. You're yeah, kind of sounds You're pretty kind good to me. me. Sounds uh, pretty good to me.
0: It would be a very, very, again, a very, very, very different character. But yeah, I would actually love that. I would actually love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, like post fucking, or when did Boogie Nights come out? Was Boogie like Nights 97?
1: 95. Also um, right around this so time. i are so bad
0: at this. Um, but yeah, but like, but Boogie Nights era, John C. Riley is fucking hell yeah.
1: Boogie Nights came out on my first and a half birthday, September 11th, 1997. <laughs> okay, sorry, for a second, I thought you were saying your birthday was September 11th. No, nope, it's like, it's oh. my half birthday though,
0: which is a thing. Wow. Yeah. Um, all right, we've got just a couple more. Um, okay. Skeet Ulrich as Billy.
1: <sighs> who the fuck is Skeet? I have heard the name Skeet Ulrich so many I times. I only literally know him do, from this. do not even know who that is. Okay, yeah, I'm looking he, at it. He looks like his name, to, <laughs> he look, his name is Skeet. He does look like his name is Skeet. Okay, this, this this motherfucker's real name is Brian Ray Trout. You're telling me, one, there was already somebody named Brian Ray Trout in in SAG. And two, that Skeet Ulrich was the name you went with.
0: Well, okay, look, it was the 90s. Skeet was cool, and he probably liked Metallica.
1: That's true. He probably did like Metallica. Oh, uh, See, I went a different way. I went off Skeet Skeet, motherfucker. Oh, Skeet Skeet, hot damn. Um, he has been in he was in as good as it gets that's interesting and the craft and riverdale and he was in law and order um you know i'm looking at this guy i'm looking at his backwards hat uh and i'm looking at kind of how how you know his name is skeet and he was in law and order and for some reason that is just I don't know. It's kind of giving me John Bernthal vibes. I feel like he's a he's like a military guy. He has dogs.
0: Oh, weird. Yeah. So
1: like teen John Bernthal. Teen John Bernthal. Yeah. Oh, that's how's teen John Bernthal treat you?
0: Not. He does not. Okay. Um, Well,
1: put him in. He's in there.
0: All right. Well, he's in there. Oh my god. Um. Okay yeah yeah all right um we've got two more really quickly Incredible. um because there is i mean this film has a huge cast yeah but yeah. um the last of the main cast that i want to hit is matthew lillard as stewart
1: i mean i know him as sh- he is shaggy <laughs> yeah <laughs> he is yeah. shaggy we've all seen the matthew lillard memes right yeah. oh yes we've all we've, we've all seen the memes of about- how Shaggy is a demonic force that invaded Matthew (laughs) Lillard. Um, Fuck,
0: Matthew Lillard. He's,
1: he's, I'm looking at his face. He does seem like a happy guy. I don't, man, this one's off the rail. Okay, I just looked at his face and I'm just thinking a guy who's got a similar look and energy. (laughs) Do you know what I'm thinking? Fucking Steve-O, hell yeah. Oh my God. Was that a purposefully cursed choice? Absolutely oh. it was, but you know? Oh, okay. I'm leaning into it. So All here. Right. For it.
0: All right. And then lastly, um, in a and I'm trying to even figure out how to phrase this. Um, you know what? I'm not even gonna give I I'm just gonna go for it. Lastly, Drew Barry Morris Casey.
1: <laughs> okay. Um that's why that's who I figured your bonus was.
0: Yeah. Barrymore. She's our bonus Jonas. Oh oh
1: drew barrymore in the 1990s what was she doing she was in serious movies in the 1990s
0: well this is like very she's she's just blowing up right because
1: she she posed nude for playboy january 1995 this movie comes out the next year
0: yes Hmm
1: steven spielberg who is her godfather i guess that makes sense her godfather steven spielberg gave her a quilt for her 20th birthday with a note that read cover yourself up
0: yikes stevie come on that's
1: weird that's really weird steven spielberg
0: Um, Yeah. yeah i mean so in you know um she's she's really blowing up and she is that's the whole thing with this is this was sort of like she had been around and working in stuff as like a kid for forever. I mean, her first credit is in yeah. 78 and she's working. Yeah. she's doing things annually. But I mean, a lot of it is TV. I mean, obviously she did like E.T., but she had done a lot of like kid stuff. And then, um, you know, two years later, you get to The Wedding Singer, um, mm. you know, you get to Never Been Kissed in 99. Um, et cetera, et cetera, like Charlie's Angels in 2000. So she is like on the fucking map. But like this was sort of one of her first big adult movie roles as an adult.
1: The idea of the 90s, like trashy rom-com did put an idea in my head, which is uh, Cameron
0: Diaz. Ooh. yeah, I'm into it. I, I am I, I, Carson, I will let you decide after we've watched the movie. If OK, you like Cameron Diaz in this role. OK, interesting, interesting. because uh, because this is a very interesting role, which we will we will talk about when we when we get back to it. Um, so I, I personally don't uh, think Cameron Diaz is particularly like great or particularly cursed. Um, I think that'll be up to you. I'll take it. Sure. All right. Well, in that case, Carson, are you ready to go watch Scream? I am. I am very ready. All right. Well, we will see you guys in just a moment after we've watched the film.
1: you like scary movies
0: that was a really good one i was like <laughs> i can't believe i didn't think of that i was thinking before we started i'm like what's the lead in i gave you the lead in. i pointed and gave y'all a shot and i was like all right if they're not gonna jump in i'm doing Nope, it. nope that no no because i would have probably no, that said was something good, stupid I would have probably said something stupid like I was 24 for a whole year, which is a great line. <laughs> I love that line. It's such a charming scene between the two of them. But I'll, say,
1: I'll tell you the two things that I did the entire time watching this movie, which I just finished watching, I will say. like I'm fresh off watching Scream. Um, one, every time <laughs> a character yelled, I turned to my roommate and I said, hey, that's the name of the movie. it's pretty good pretty good and then a lot of the matthew Lillard lines i would just go oh jinkies!" like i just did a lot of a lot of shaggy bits you kind of have to Uh, yeah so
0: before we get like too far back into anything carson (laughs) as you said you just finished watching screen what are your thoughts
1: um it's really good i liked it a lot it was uh, so fun um i i uh I don't know. I have like the only take I have, and I'm glad that we talked about it in the first half of the podcast is that I did think about scary movie a lot. Mm. Yeah. And I thought like, especially in like, like maybe a high school or like a one one college class. If you're talking about film literacy and you're talking about genre and like genre transformation, I think that doing Halloween scream and then the first scary movie would actually be like a really fascinating triple feature
0: oh yeah definitely yeah. because well, see, like yeah go, sorry go on no, go, no you go first well, i just fine. like
1: i was not not put off by this fact like i i as i said i like this movie a lot but i was i I don't know i think because i had the idea of scary movie in my mind so much i kept expecting this movie to be even more meta and even more satirical when it, it's really like it, it is a pastiche obviously like they are up op- i mean the whole conceit is that they're operating under the under the assumption that like these characters have seen scary movies before, but I was kind of surprised by just how much of a straightforward slasher movie this is.
0: Yeah. No, a hundred percent. hundred percent. Well, and that's like one of the the reasons why I love this one and the sequels uh, too, because let's uh, scream five just came out earlier this year. And I got to say like, they they are five for five. Yeah. Like I got to say like, like four and five, three, Three, four, and five all have their ups and downs, but like overall, I I personally think that they're five for five. Um, but like obviously, like it's a sequel thing. You have to kind of like blow things up and out of proportion a little bit more. But like it really is like the thing that I appreciate about these movies is like the dialogue scenes are very meta, as you say, and they're talking about Mm -hmm. scary movies and stuff. But like when it when it is like Ghostface is in the house with a knife about to get somebody, it's like no, it's a it's a person running away from a killer but there's no there's no bits where it's like oh but then if i like if i go down to the basement then that's where like the surprise will be and therefore i can get away from the killer it's like no like they know how the killer is going to operate because of the scary movies but as soon as the killer is there it's just a straight up bucket like everything goes out the window and it's like it's it's killer with a knife chasing you through the house yes Corey, go ahead Sorry to interrupt. I was
1: just going to say, I um, the one thing I will say on that point is one of my favorite parts about the Scream movies is Ghostface is pretty clumsy in all of them. Like this is yes, that was bad at fighting. Yes, Mm -hmm. it's scary when he's there, but like he's not. A perfect combatant. He's not yeah. Really, yeah. really great yeah. at what he does. It's he's a high clearly, schooler with a
0: ha- with a Halloween mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A,
1: like a clum. I like that physical, and I I personally think it makes it funny at times. Um, and I think they play that up for comedy through the sequels a little bit more than in this one. But yeah. there yeah. are. I think there are definitely moments that like I don't want to say teeter on slapstick, but are just like kind of objectively funny because he's pretty bad at being a serial killer no absolutely um i noticed that as well that was a thing i picked and i was really into how like it's yeah it's just like a guy was trying to stab you and he's literally wearing a fucking long ass halloween costume
0: yes yeah and um so as this is a show where we talk about movies and the movie we are talking about this week is a movie that talks about movies i feel like there's a lot of talking about movies to be had here so before (laughs) we get too far ahead of ourselves we have a little game to get back to
1: we do we do that is true if uh we want to go
0: through yes Corey, i think you're gonna need to give us a little refresher because we played (laughs) recast it and uh i'm i'm interested to get back to carson's cursed casts
1: height of scream i don't remember exactly what i said but i think i probably got them all wrong i think there are a few gold few maybe okay uh, silver linings uh so first okay. up so uh is it never neat neve? i always thought it was
0: neve campbell is it nev campbell i've i've heard it pronounced nev but well, uh yeah uh, lead lead, lead. unique neve. name nev and campbell. neve campbell uh yes.
1: miss campbell miss
0: cox miss arquette yes
1: miss Carson miss arquette. arquette uh miss cox arquette for the sequels um all right so neve campbell carson recast as scarlett johansson it um, was twelve, I believe, uh, Yeah, she's too young, but I mean, like, if you took like two thousand and three Scarlett Johansson, I don't think that'd be that bad.
0: I don't think it would be that bad. However, I think a, a, an important part of Sydney Prescott is um, she is a very innocent person who has had to like get wise because of horrible circumstances, and Scarlett mm. Johansson has the, like, no, I'm over this chip on, like, cynical chip on her shoulder all the time,
1: mm, that, yeah. like, I
0: feel like would kind of take away from some of, like, Scarlett Johansson's almost too smart to be, like, actively bumped out by her mother's death a year later. <laughs> you <laughs> that know I mean? Maybe true, yes. Like, yeah. like, she's maybe too with it and maybe too, like, cynical about the whole thing. Yeah. So, cause, like, I mean, I I think, I think Nev is amazing in this, and, like, one of the, and, like, that's what makes Sydney so uh, compelling as a character through five fucking films because she has done all five. Um, RIP uh, her role in six, um, allegedly, but like, but I mean, like, that's kind of the thing is it's like she does have that like innocence in this that, like, you can tell has been you know, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, um, tarnished in a way that was beyond her control. ScarJo
1: could play the the final girl aspect of Sydney Prescott. I, I I do think that it would not be as good. The first two thirds of the movie. I agree with you. Yeah. 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 All right. Cut. Print. Moving on. Uh, Courtney Cox was recast as a uh, friend of the show. Nicole Kidman.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. No. Oh. I'm just thinking of Nicole Kidman in Paddington as Gail Weathers. It uh, It rules so hard just in a totally different way.
1: Nicole Kidman in Paddington in that lime green uh, get up that Courtney Cox wears in the first scene. Well,
0: because Nicole's always like like 20% more heightened than whatever film she's in. So I think she plays like, because like where Courtney Cox kind of plays, sorry, I have so many scream opinions, uh, where Courtney Cox kind of plays Gail Weathers as like, as, like, what? Like, I'm a journalist. This yeah. is a big story. Like, like I, I'm going after this. Like, she plays it almost, like, nonchalant to the point where it's a little disturbing. I feel like Nicole plays her a little more almost, um, almost like, compulsive. Nicole would be wearing a scarf. She would have, like, tweedly little
1: glasses.
0: Oh, my God. She'd be Chase Meridian. Yeah, she would be literally, <laughs> she'd be reprising her role as Chase Meridian. <laughs> I think that's what I'm thinking of.
1: I don't know. My brain immediately went to because I think because I was already thinking of Scarlett Johansson because we just talked about Marriage Story. My mind just went to other friend of the show Laura Dern. Mm. Oh yeah, which yeah. would have some juice to it. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Again, different. I think, but very, very different. Song. Yeah, but closer. Uh-huh. Closer. Much there. closer. Much closer. Yeah. All right. Next one. Uh, David Arquette. Uh, I think this one works. Has been recast as John C. Riley. <laughs>
0: No, I love that. I, I usually can, so can you imagine, imagine the universe when, when Gail Weathers and Dewey are Nicole Kidman and John C. Riley <laughs> flirting with each other? <laughs> imagine John C. Riley looking at Nicole Kidman and basically just being like, Yeah, I think you're really hot. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> with want... the, like his thin little mustache, just oh,
0: so Carson. Yeah. Oh my God, of... just oh, go ahead, Corey. I was just going to say,
1: one of the things in the sequels is they make movies yeah, based yeah. on the book that uh, that Nicole Kidman, that Courtney Cox writes. Yeah. Uh, and we always I think in almost every sequel, there's at least a scene acted out. And I would really love for like the oh, fuck me, what's it called? Um, Stab universe, uh, Gail Weathers and Dewey to be oh. Nicole
0: Kidman and John C. Riley. God, it is. He already played Dewey Cox. He can play Deputy Dewey. Come on. That's true. Come on. Imagine the indignance with which John C. Riley is like, when I'm wearing this badge, I'm a man of the law. (laughs) Like, Mom said... And this is like Boogie Nights era, fucking exactly. E Riley. Know, it, it, it works. Oh, that works good. That's so hard. Probably your best. That's probably uh, yeah, your best. That bug was so far.
1: unintentionally very smart on my on my part. Yes, very very good. Very good. Oh, the uh, whole. I'm sorry, jumping ahead, but the the. Her flirting with him being like, oh, do they make you work out to be a cop? And he's just like, no, I have to because otherwise they think I'm a little boy. Like,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> really good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next. Uh, Skeet Ulrich, who Can't plays um, Billy Loomis. Yes. Yeah. I, I just looked at Wikipedia. and I saw his name is Billy Loomis. I'm like, oh, that's that's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Is recast as John Bernthal.
0: Insane. It's insane. I don't really
1: know what he does you Bernthal. would know.
0: The minute he appeared in the window, you'd be like,
1: this guy's the killer. You'd be like, Yep, call it's it. The one. There's the guy. He's too intense.
0: Is he wearing uh, a Punisher
1: t shirt? Yeah. Yeah, he plays
0: he plays him in the Marvel. Oh no. I was just say like, oh, like Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I, I thought you like Googled defense. John Burnthal. Okay. No. Ugh. um next
1: um matthew lillard is recast as steve-o
0: <laughs> it almost kind <laughs> of i was about to say no i fucking defended it works <laughs> like like uh, nobody could nobody could do this role better than lillard nobody no. could do this role better than no. Lillard. but like if you're going for a stunt casting and you throw steve-o in there like that yeah works.
1: Lillard is giving such a weird singular performance, but can you imagine if it's it's the bit at the end and he's just drooling and bleeding and it's just Steve O being like,
0: (laughs) yeah. Well, it's almost like Steve O like doing the flea thing where it's like, yeah, flea is like actually like a halfway decent actor, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You cast flea for like the joke that like we cast flea,
1: yeah, yeah. You know
0: what I mean? Like, isn't it just fucking weird that flea is in a movie? It's yep. like, it would be the same exact okay. like vibe with Steve-O.
1: No, I have that conversation. That's exactly the thing because I've had the conversation probably a dozen times where I'll say, I don't know, whatever movie that Flea's in. And then they'll be like, Flea was in a movie. And I'll be like, dude, Flea's been in, like Flea's in a movies. shit. Oh, like two dozen. Like he's been in a shit ton of movies. And then I have to pull up Flea's Wikipedia page and be like, he was in this and this and this and Let's this. That's called yeah. the
0: sock thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the sock, oh, That's a big thing. The sock thing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and lastly, I believe. Lastly, yeah, uh, which last will most get most certainly not least. Kind of kind of move us into, the, into the direction of yes, the yes.
1: movie. Uh, Drew Barrymore was recast as Cameron Diaz. I,
0: which love I it. think
1: I love it. I mean, I think almost works. Yeah, yeah. it would be. <laughs> a little too old, I believe she'd be a, a little too old. But I'm I'm just thinking, look, in terms of other movies we've spoken about in the show. The sort of like <laughs> the almost optimism is not the right word for it. The sort of like blind naivete that she has in the holiday applied yeah. to that first yeah. conversation with ghostface would be would yeah, would work, yeah. yeah,
0: well, and so let's use that to pivot because I mean, drew Barrymore what the reason why I added drew. Barrymore as a 6 one when we typically mm-hmm. we only do five when we do something like this is because the back in the day when this film was coming out none of the marketing like all of the marketing included Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. because she was a very up-and-coming star yeah and like of all of these people because like I mean Courtney Cox was like on Friends like she was like a TV star but of all of these people like Drew Barrymore was like the movie star yeah yeah so yeah. to like cast her in this And off her as like the cold open. Yeah. Was a huge fucking stunt cast back in the day.
1: Yeah. yeah, And also,
0: I mean, the opening to this thing is immaculate. It's really good.
1: Yeah. The opening is really good.
0: The opening goes perfectly from like fun, almost like titillating, like, ooh, we're watching this scary movie to like, Like one of my least favorite deaths to watch in all of horror cinema, because the thing that always gets me every time I watch this movie is like that horrible, horrible thing of like, my parents are home. I'm safe. Yeah. I'm 17 years old. My parents are home nope you die it then switches to the parents point of view of watching their child die yeah so it just hits you with all of like the worst like the worst fears that are encoded into our dna as social creatures with family units and
1: Wes craven said but what if what if both yeah. i she goes like she says like ah! And you, she can't get it out because yeah. you know just it. and like
0: I think I verbally said, oh that sucks. I was like, yeah. that, that is the worst. It's yeah. So and it and the thing is, is I've seen this movie eight times at this yeah. point i don't know like i have lost fucking track and like her trying to scream for her mom mm-hmm. if it was anybody else if it was a cop if it was her best friend there's her boyfriend yeah whatever that's a fucking bummer her yeah. screaming for her mom mom yeah is like the elementally worst. scary yeah
1: yeah and she just can't do it yeah i know it's really good the whole conversation because it 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 You're right, Caroline, that the thing of it and it's a great setup for the movie because it encapsulates kind of the, you know, the the sort of tightrope walk of tone that this thing is going for, where it's like so fun and so fun and titillating to the point of like, like it's the thing I said is that like Drew Barrymore for this to make sense, she's got to be acting in a way that's almost like unbelievably like naive that she doesn't yeah. just hang up the phone on this like this and like instantly call the cops yeah 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 like immediate like call her parents call the cops it's like yeah because it's a strange man being like do you like scary movies and like a scary voice and she's just like i don't know do i have a boyfriend who knows are you trying to take me on a date like and i'm just like oh drew barrymore and then it cuts to the boyfriend outside and immediately it go, you know, it's so different than that. Oh, just with his like entrails. Out. And it just gets worse oh. and, worse Super, and gross. worse. Super duper gross.
0: And so actually story time, like I actually watched this movie one and two thirds times mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. because oh. I, um, cause I was like watching it. Like it was like a work from home. movie. like I've seen this movie a hundred times. It's so, like, I put yeah. it on and I like, you know, it was like towards the end of the day I had to do something. I like paused it my partner got home and she was like hey like i'm gonna hang out and like you know i'm gonna do like like work on some of like my art like what are you up to i'm like oh i just have to like watch like the last like 40 like 35 40 minutes of screen and she's like oh okay like that's cool and so much like, you mind if i like just put it back on and she's like no like that's fine and i was like do you want me to start it over and mm-hmm. she was like no you don't have to do that i'm like i I do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, really I like to. this movie. I was like, I'll do it. And she was like, yeah, actually go ahead and do it. And so I watched that sequence twice today. And just like, it, it is almost that thing where it's like, you know, uh, you know, the analogy where it's like, if you put, if you put a frog into boiling water, it's going to hop right out. Yeah. But if you like put it in room temperature water and then turn the heat on, like yeah. that's how you boil a frog um fucked up but like it is what it is like that is so much like the opening 15 minutes of this movie is it yeah, like, yeah yeah drew barrymore be pop around her house you know it's gonna be a fucking murderer on the other line oh yeah and yeah. like it starts out kind of fun and playful and like even like the way like the camera's moving and like the way that like the film is edited it's very much just kind of like oh this feels like a light-hearted teen romp and then mm-hmm. it just slowly edges a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further. And then it just like by the end, like I said, one of the most disturbing kills in slasher cinema to me is her death in the beginning of this. I I would say watching it
1: for the first time, it is to the point where even when it does start to get more serious and he says you know like i thought you said he didn't have a boyfriend yeah I'm right, you know but the the line that gives the way is the like i want to know who i'm looking at right now and she's like yes. what'd you say which is a, a great so like good. such a cool line but even at that point uh, part of me watching this for the first time is still like oh is the cold open to this going to be that it's like her boyfriend pretending to be a kill like you know it's still it's somebody right. calling a joke on her again, because, it's drew barrymore yeah like- exactly you're like i think she's probably going to be in the rest of the movie so like
0: She's on the poster.
1: Yeah. Oh, right. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I noticed I that when the, I like came out of the streamer, I was like, oh, she's on the left side of the poster still. Like, yeah. I would give anything to be in like the opening night audience and yeah. watching Drew Barrymore
0: hanging from that tree with her guts.
1: Yeah, out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot imagine the reaction the audience would have had.
0: Corey, I'm so glad you said that because I literally said that to my partner mm. while we were watching it as i was just like as i was like that is one of those sequences that like i wish i could go back in time and just see that like opening weekend with a with a full with a full crowd because like i can't imagine how fucking just absolutely bonkers it was
1: that is like, I just, the it's like if when they announce the, you know, the Tom Hall and the MCU Spider-Man movies and they're like, and Zendaya is going to be the love interest. And then they like, when Stacy her like, like 10
0: minutes article. in, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, like it's everybody be like, what the God. fuck, you know? Yeah, exactly. Could you imagine? uh Maybe, I don't know, you know, hey, maybe would have. I think a better use of Zendaya than in the first of those movies, but hey, that's just hey. Her. Maybe it's all three. Of I would say they never three. really give her much to do. Is my True Barrymore? True Barrymore. Um, yeah. So no, it's a great cold open. Is really good. Um, the introduction of Neve Campbell is good. I do think. I think uh, my roommate said at the end, she's like, "Oh, she's like my favorite final girl," and I'm like, Sydney. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, mm. yeah. I I mean, I will respect that. I disagree, but that's more my own personal favorite. I am
1: not as steeped in slashers as we have. This is what this month is about, basically. But... I mean, Jamie Lee's the old-timer.
0: Exactly. I mean, that's I mean, my love, love, like, love, I'm a love, restored yeah. girl. This the, this is the thing, thing is, Yeah. Like, they say it even, in this
1: movie. They need to kill... They kill Lillard with Jamie Lee. Like, they're like, she has to be a part of it. Respect must be paid, you know? Right, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Other thing
0: is, like, it's not even... for The reason I didn't even get upset is because it's not even Jamie Lee erasure. No, yeah. She's your favorite final girl because the thing is, is it's like... Th- jamie lee is canon in this universe exactly the caveat to that is like well jamie lee is untouchable so what else you got
1: yeah yeah you know it's 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 what's a what's a king to a god you know right yeah yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) but yeah no the introduction of her is good the great things to be quoting this week kanye west oh that's (laughs) ironic i didn't even
1: think of the irony in that statement cheesy peasy Oh, i guess mean, this episode's squeezy. coming out in a couple weeks but yeah you know. but uh, well yeah. hey that'll be a nice little time stamp for people listening you know exactly <laughs> the day in which we recorded this um but like okay so i will say i don't think i mentioned this yet but i i did midway through like by the time we got into like the third act of the party i called that it was two people and i called lillard i did not call old bill didn't
0: call skeet yeah. did not
1: call did not call skeet oh skeet, um, skeet yeah oh skeet skeet motherfucker Thumbs down thumbs um, uh-huh. down um but yeah and the like their whole relationship is I think really good because it's they play the thing of the entire time is is like, is this guy like sweet but kind of toxic or is he yeah is he like, a bad boy from the, wrong the way side of the tracks or, or is, is he like yeah like, like a, a good, bad boy from the wrong yeah, side of the track? yeah yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, no. and like okay, all right. I texted this to Corey earlier today, but Carson, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I had guessed there was a good chance that she would be watching the movie right before recording, so I did put it in yeah. our group chat. But I have seen this movie how many countless times? Sure. This is a film in which a person dresses the Grim Reaper, uh, murders a girl, mm-hmm. uh, like the Grim Reaper, the I, person. I'm who, so who sorry, kills- Caroline.
1: Caroline, yes. I need to point of order dressed yes. as Father Death. Father Death <laughs> is the name of the, yeah, what the G- Halloween G- costume is called. That's what the Halloween costume <laughs> okay. says. It's something I love. Father Death is the name sure. of this
0: character. Sure. Go but on. Just, but just like, okay, he is dressed as the Grim Reaper. The, the 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 uh the most notorious icon in Western legend of the thing that kills you. Yeah. And Billy Loomis shows up to her house. And proceeds to have a scene where he's like, Hey, it's me, your boyfriend. You shouldn't be scared to be like intimate and close with me. Underscored by the fucking song Don't Fear the Reaper. (laughs) I didn't even notice that. And I have seen this movie like a hundred times. And I texted Corey today in all caps. How did I never notice that Billy Loomis's intro is like underscored by Don't Fear the Reaper? Oh, that's incredible. And like, that is like the genius of this fucking movie.
1: Yeah. The it's fact like that I, oh.
0: every single, like, every single line is a pop culture reference. Like, at one point, they're just like, they say something about like, oh, like, blah, 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 Wes Carpenter. And I'm like, Jesus Yeah, the Wes Carpenter thing <laughs> is. I like, Billy Loomis, yeah, Wes Carpenter, fucking Freddy like, the, the whole janitor. Thing. Oh yeah. my God. Fred yes. or whatever. Yeah. Um, Another one of my favorites that I also just clocked today was, um, so uh, he's sitting on the couch alone watching Halloween, and he's saying, Jamie, look behind you. Jamie, look behind you. Jamie. Seen this movie a dozen times. The name of the actor that everyone in 1996 would have known is fucking Jamie Kennedy. Who His is- name is Jamie Kennedy.
1: Oh, my God. Wait, for real? Oh, yeah. fuck.
0: And oh, fuck. ghost faces fuck. right behind him. Uh-huh. Oh, that's, that's so funny! And he's like, he's like, Jamie, look behind you. Jamie, look behind you. And I'm like, God I'm fuck. like, I'm the do- I'm the dumbest idiot on the planet. Like, that's it's incredible. Like Giving and that's just like what I love about this movie is everything has triple meaning, and it's all pop culture, but it's also all diegetic, and... Damn. And, 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 and.
1: Yeah, no, that's, I, that's, that's very cool. It's the, yeah, I'm just, I'm still thinking, I am thinking about, like, how elegant the Billy Loomis reveal is. Like, how many times this movie just tells you that it's him, and you're still just like, I don't know, because yeah, it's the, what's it's happening in like- the characters, that they're just like, what well, no, well, no, it couldn't be him, because, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. it's too obvious. Cuz it's but too that, of course, obvious. It is. Yeah. Cuz it's of yeah. course it's obvious. Of course it's obvious. They're two high schoolers trying to manufacture a, a murder mystery movie. Like, yeah. duh. um, you know, if they had just called Scooby-Doo to help, I think yes, they would have figured it out.
0: They would have found the projector. Um,
1: Matthew yeah. Willard dies and then he comes back. He sits back up and he's in his green shirt. <laughs> He's res-
0: the Shaggy.
1: <laughs> we t- we definitely, I definitely mentioned this in the first half of this podcast. I don't remember doing it, but I'm sure I did. You all have seen the memes about Shaggy. Yes, okay. Definitely okay. okay. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very odd meme. Six my brain. But yeah. And the the Lillard thing, I'm jumping like way ahead now. But the, like, because the third act of this movie really does go hard. Okay. I'll say this to lead into this that. <laughs> You do get a lot of things in this movie too, where obviously it's um, it's the thing that you reference in Caroline. It's it's these characters that are be like, we know scary movies. We would never do a stupid thing like a scary movie would do. And then they do that exact same thing. Like it's Nev Campbell being like, you know, all those movies are just a girl, you know, like a, a hot girl that like she's running up the stairs when she should be running out the door, and then literally like two minutes later, she yeah. can't get out the runs door and the she stairs, runs up yeah. the stairs, you know. Yeah. But it's like, you get that even where it's like <laughs> Frickin' the Fawns, Principal Fawns is like, hey, there's a murderer on the loose who murders people in their homes. So everyone stay out of school and go back to your house. Like,
0: <laughs> like, sounds great, man. All right, cool. Got it. Well, and like, okay, I think one thing that's important to the way that the movie works is because yes, like you said, Carson, it's like it's like the kids are trying to manufacture this like mm-hmm. murder mystery thing. With just, like, they're going based off of the, um, they're going based off of the, like, the slasher formula that they know, but also the film itself, like, in the film they are constructing the murder mystery in a way that they understand, but also the film itself, like, like the whole subplot with like the clues about like her mom and the whole mm-hmm. thing between her and Gail. And yeah, you find out at the end that like they were responsible for her mother's death. But it's just like you get all of these clues like outside kind of of the ghost face thing and it fucking works. And it is one of those movies that like you watch it back and you're like airtight fucking screenplay. Like you can't poke a hole in this thing if you tried. Which is insane because the movie is cl- pointing out every single hole yeah. in the movie. Yeah, yeah, so goofy. Oh, it's they. It,
1: it's We said it, Lillard's performance is so singular, but I just love that. Like. I don't know. I mean, he's just along for the ride like I mean, obviously, one of the holes you could, you know, quote unquote holes you could poke in the movie is like, well, this guy has no. You know, no reason to be doing any of this, and it's like, yeah. There's a scene earlier in the movie where he's well, like, just "We're not f- big on."
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, like it's the Millennium motives are like motives are. Uh, what's what's the exact line? It's the Millennium motives are. Like it's not secondary, out but, or like yeah, or something we're, like
1: that we're not big on motives like he yeah. says something about that yeah but
0: then but then also one of the funniest lines in the fucking movie is when she's like what are i used to why the fuck did you do it he goes peer pressure i'm too yeah. sensitive to, and then and then uh, parents, fucking skeet's like shut parents, the fuck up yeah. so my parents
1: are gonna be funny. so mad at me like Yeah, everything he says after he is stabbed a bunch of times is so so funny. Fucking funny. Well, just his face. Also, motives are incidental. That's incidental. incidental. Real quick, I will just say there was a, I said it to my roommate where there's like, when, uh, you know, it's they come in and she's like, why did you do this? And they're like, yeah, you know, motives, no way. And then uh Billy reveals, like, says the whole thing about his dad. And you see Lillard in the background and Lillard's face looks like Billy has never told him this before. Like, he, like I turned to Cam and I was just like, is he is he just also hearing this for the first time? He was like, well, I just thought that we were being crazy murderers. I thought we were just doing this just cause, like we're having
0: fun. I thought we were yeah. just yeah, we were just vibing, you know, like. Well, and and to that end, I think Carson, you mentioned the triple feature of Halloween this and then scary movie. Mm -hmm. The one that I was thinking of is, and I mean, it does kind of feel like Craven's 90s reaction to like Nightmare on Elm Street, Mm -hmm. of just like I was thinking like the triple feature of um Halloween to Nightmare on Elm Street to this. Like you got your 70s, you got your 80s, you got your 90s. Yeah. And it's like halloween the whole thing is just like hey white america you created these suburbs because like you wanted to be like you want you purportedly created these suburbs like go and be safe but like like the you know the whole construction of the suburbs is built on like like violence and oppression and so like yeah. the whole thing is like is like It can still fucking happen here. And it does. And like you purport that like, Oh no, we live in a nice neighborhood. We look, we live in this nice house and you ignore the rot. That's like in kind of like our society, which is why it can fucking happen here. And then like Craven comes along in the eighties and is doing like Elm street. And it's like, you know, it's fucking Reagan America, you know? And, and his whole thing is like, no, fuck you. Not only can it happen here, like You did it. Yeah. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. Like there was Fred Krueger who like was a horrible bad guy person. Yeah. Like, like, Y'all, like doing the mob justice thing, burying it, pretending like it could never happen again, mm-hmm. is exactly what allows it to happen again. And, and, and then, yeah. And then in this, he's like, "Oh, you didn't get it the first time? Fuck you! You are creating them. They are your children. Yeah, like, yeah. He, mm-hmm. It is your children who are doing this. Yeah, yeah. And like."
1: I mean, it's it's he references Nightmare on Elm Street so much. He's like so referential of his own work, it, which he should be because that fucking yeah, rules. Because it's good, and like to the point of the speech he gives it. You know that Billy Loomis gives at the end, the little thing about like ah, it's, the movies aren't making us killers. It's they're just giving us more interesting ways of doing things yeah. or whatever. You know, like mm-hmm. like yeah, which does feel kind of like him explaining nightmare on elm street where he's just like yeah you didn't get half I-, I see your point there it's like you didn't get the metaphor in halloween well what if this guy has knives for hands like what if he's just doing things <laughs> in an even more ridiculous way
0: and he know? haunts
1: your literal dreams he haunts your dreams like gaslighting no your escape. child into thinking that he doesn't exist only makes him more powerful like yeah it's
0: it's not he's not only just doing this because it's evil he's doing this because it is fun for him yeah like because he's evil and this is fun and it's like oh you thought the metaphor was too much all right it's your fucking kids Yeah, yeah like you were you were not only creating the space in which this is possible you're not only creating the circumstances and like the culture where this is possible you are creating the people and raising them to do yeah. it it's yeah. it's it's your
1: toxic like floppy-haired son who's pressuring his girlfriend into sex and his like dipshit friend who's just coming along for the ride yeah you know yeah 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 no it's 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 very it's like it's clever but also so light in its feet and so goofy at mm-hmm. the same time you know mm-hmm. yeah no it's a a very economical movie in that way it's just enjoyable and fun and it does work as such a blockbuster you know yeah uh, yeah and it's for me it's an all-time third act like the last mm. act of this movie getting them all in that house and then yeah. picking them off one by one yeah I, I just it's so good the kill with the garage door is I mean, good good kill is real good, good. Kill. it is a good oh kill. god
0: Corey! I, I i i did a good kill um when i was watching it today because Corey and i went and we <laughs> Corey and i watched texas Chainsaw on massacre together last week mm-hmm. and every single time he just turned to me and went good kill and now i'm forgetting <laughs> i'm forgetting which one i did i i said it for but like today i was watching it and I just went, good, kill. good kill yeah
1: yeah oh it's so much the ah, uh, it's so many just like fun little dude like the stuff about this that is goofy and cheesy is so purposeful too and so fun that like you cannot knock it like her putting the fucking costume on at the end is like stupid but it's yeah. also it's also just so fun but it's, it's also, also like yeah, yeah. get him stab him with the umbrella her, you know? oh, the umbra- and then her shoot shooting him right between oh the- is cool back up
0: yeah, fucking killer last. Oh, uh, Corey! It was it was Stu's death when she pushes the TV playing Halloween on. Oh, good such a good kill. kill! That's a nice good, good kill. Good kill. Good kill. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's yeah. nice that it's like it's like the final girl is like killing the killers. Like it's obviously yeah. like very obvious, but it's very gratifying. Well, but, oh, just
1: once you get to the reveal, and it's these two dipshits, and they're so bumbling i mean they've been bumbling the entire time it's the thing that cora was saying about ghostface being so clumsy but it, yeah just like it, you're just watching these two guys like trying to keep everything together and they think they're so confident but they just fucking leave her like un, you know like unbound in the kitchen alone to go deal with gail
0: oh yeah, 100%, yeah and you buy it too. and of course
1: her and her dad get away like yeah
0: like and you fucking buy it because that's the thing because it's like i mean on the one hand like i mean the actors do it like a lot of justice yeah. but also just like the way it's shot and the way like it's paced mm-hmm. like like you see both of them rush out and like i didn't even question it i didn't even do the whole like oh you fucking idiot like she's gonna get mm-hmm. away and then he turns around and i'm and he's like oh shit and i'm like of course she fucking ran away you left the room you did shit yeah. and then it's like it's hard to pull that off in a way that's gratifying yeah because like you know it is that like not even cinema things but when people just do like something like overtly stupid to allow for a gap in the plot for yeah. a character to like exploit you're always like come on like anybody would have thought of that like not even like a like nitpicking thing but like to both like have that like kinetic sense of like like, Gail runs away. They run out chasing her. And, like, you feeling like, oh, shit, like, I'm worried for Gail. Like, yeah. this thing just picked up. Like, the intensity of the scene just picked up even more. And then to still have that, like, well, of course they fucking ran away, you dipshits. Like, yeah. when they get back, is hard to pull yeah. off.
1: Yeah, I would it's really imagine. good. Did they, okay, here's a question. Did Gail's assistant, after he gets dad? Did he crawl up on top of the van or did they smoosh him they up? Did there? There? Yeah. they put him
0: did there? I think they put him
1: there. Did they have time to put him there? I mean, that's oh, again, yeah, that's me being cinema but I did I, when I watched it, I was like, oh, how the fuck did he get up there? I was like, he got I got there think, because it looked cool. Yeah, I like right? to think I like to think that he crawled up. I like to think that it was his choice. He was like, this is where I die on top of the van. Um, oh, but her driving with the just <laughs> be like, I'm sorry, get the fuck off my car at least. <laughs> it's, good. it's so good blood in the windshield wipers it's good it's a good bit it's a really good bit Good bit yeah um, really good bit. i want to call this out just because uh i've never been able to do this before make like a real real deep cut and we mentioned mm. some other references to some other stuff uh when he when she pushes the tv on top of matthew lillard that is how one of the kids dies in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Three. Freddy like pulls them through the TV, and their bodies left like dangling out of the TV. Damn, oh, shit. Craven just did a he did a bit again. Did a bit again. He said, uh, he said "I'm gonna do it again."
0: He yeah. did both well, times. Well, and and one thing too that I think like I don't know. I mean, I would have to I would have to look at the screenplay, but like I regardless of how this shakes out, I respect the hell out of it. Cause Craven didn't write this one. He just, mm. he just directed it. Oh really? So yeah. So I, I'm very curious as to if all of the nightmare shit was in there and Craven was like, that would be fun. Yeah. I'll direct a movie yeah. that loves my movie. Or if like once in the director's share, he's just like, well, these are becoming my, my, uh, here's something I just found out that the guy who
1: wrote like all the screams, Except for the new one, I guess. Uh, he also started the CW show, The Vampire Diaries. That makes a lot of sense. It does. So there it you does. go. Any Vampire Diary friends, the fans out there, there you go. Who? I'm very interested. His in name is Kevin, Kevin Williamson. He also wrote I Know What You Did Last Summer.
0: Oh, great. Which makes ones.
1: a tremendous amount of sense.
0: Yeah. I know she had less of her rules. It's like if this was like 80% trashier. Yeah. I've yeah, never yeah. seen that actually. It's fun. I'm very fascinated
1: by it. I definitely thought he wrote, or I, th- I definitely thought Wes Craven wrote these. Mm-mm. Carson, um, pitch for you. Well, since you thought this mm. one wasn't meta enough, I mm. uh, highly, highly recommend. Two and four. I don't love three. I don't think three is very good. Two is where the like movie nerd really comes out to play. And four yeah. is where Hayden Panettiere is a hot movie nerd. I mean, that sounds appealing to me. A little reduction. but I thought
0: you'd like it. Also, if you uh, want to break uh, your brain, get to five because it's all of this, but about legacy sequels. I mean, also about Scream. I, I mean, fucking love five. I
1: I liked five a lot. Here's my thing. I think I'm wrong, but like gut reaction. I was looking at my horror list today on Letterboxd. I currently have it five to one. Really? I what I'm discovering, the more I watch and rewatching this, I'm really I'm really into horror sequels that. Like, now that the world's established, we get to kind of make weird, big, kind of creative swings. Yes. So much of what I get from the second one is that weird, like, eurydice dance sequence movement theater piece thing. I'm like, this is made for me. This, This just fundamentally was a film made and marketed towards me.
0: No, 110%. I mean, I say it all the time about The Lord of the Rings, I'm like... I'm like, I get that the third one is the worst film of the bunch. It's also the most Lord of the Rings you can get in one go. Uh So it's my favorite. Yeah, this is slight
1: sidetrack, but I did. So we were talking about this the last time we recorded. So those who are, you know, listen to the last few episodes are going to notice. uh, But I was talking about how I need to make my letterbox top 25. And so I was doing that like earlier today, this morning. And I did have to decide which Lord of the Rings I put in there.
0: I did decide
1: I did decide on fellowship because that has consistently been the one that I always say is my favorite.
0: See, I mean, that's fair. Um, Two quick things that have nothing to do with Scream. One, Mm -hmm. my thing about Lord of the Rings is as long as you're not a dick about it, there's no wrong answer. Mm, It's true. Um, And two, like I have and this is like with my letterbox like top five as it is like or top 25 as it is like if there's like an entry in a series, like I do have Spider-Man one and Spider-Man two on there. Yeah. Because for me, it is specifically like, it is a choice to have Spider-Man one ahead of Spider-Man two, because I just like that movie more. Um, It is more, I have more nostalgia. I have more love for it. Um, But like, for the most part, it's like, like I have return of the King as number one, but like, if you really want to make me do it, I'll put Return of the King and then The Fellowship of the Ring and then Two Towers is the top 3 I, but I just have Lord of the Rings in there yeah. as like the top. Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: and like I mean I I I decided to just do one. I just have Spider-Man 2.
0: I just have Yeah. I just have Empire of the Series. Yeah. I just have I just have Star Wars in mm-hmm. there. Like I don't mm-hmm. have Jedi and uh Empire even though yeah. it's like they're there. Return of or last? Return of. Yeah,
1: you like <laughs> Return of the Jedi more than anyone I know. I think I've said. Yeah, that I'm a Return many...
0: of the Jedi defender. Return of the Jedi yeah, is my absolutely. third favorite Star Wars movie. Why, it's The third best say. Star Wars movie. That
1: uh, disagree, but okay. This we're gonna makes, talk about this a lot. This makes me so happy that as our Scream episode starts to dwindle, this is what mm. it turns into. Yeah. Well, this, this is, is what Scream it has is to. about.
0: Right, yeah, now. exactly it It's yeah. a bunch of fucking dorks sitting around talking about my minutia of bullshit that doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a bunch of the it's thing. a bunch of dorks who are raised on pop culture, sitting around talking about how I'm not fucked up. I was raised on pop culture.
1: They say as they're stabbing their friends in the belly. But like, oh, we wouldn't do that. No, we wouldn't do that. Never. The um, I, I did think like, you know, if high school parties were just everyone gets together and watches scary movies together, I probably would have gone. Despite my distaste for scary movies, if it was just everybody watches movies, I probably would have gone to more high school parties. True.
0: Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, if I would have been invited to have more. Oh, Yeah, same.
1: <laughs> same. <laughs> Imagine the scene, imagine if it's John C. O'Reilly, he walks in and he takes the beer out of the guy's hand, he's like, oh, nah, it's fine, you have it. That's a good, John C. O'Reilly's good
0: captain in.
1: for Dewey. That's good. I already uh, gave you points for the week, you don't have to defend it. Okay, thank you, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, this movie's good. I do want to watch the rest of them now yes i have have heard that's my roommate i think said the exact same thing as you Corey. where she was like i think all of them are like
0: pretty dang good except for the third one and i don't even think the third one's bad like the third one is probably the worst Mm. but like i personally think the third one is bad but like i would still sit down and watch it yeah Yeah. i mean so my thing is like i have seen one a hundred times i Mm. have seen two three four and five once a piece because, like, I had seen the first one so many times because it was just one of those, like, it's, like, nightmare. It's, like, Friday the 13th. It's, like, there's yeah. so many of them. And really, like, once you get past the first couple, like, you know, it's, like, it's like Scream 1 was, like, the watershed moment. And then, like, mm. 2 yeah. and 3 were sequels that, like, were made. But, like, because you had to, like, you can't not make a sequel to they say in this movie you can't not have a sequel like yeah. yeah yeah and so it's just like i never really had any interest and then as scream 5 was coming out it was a legacy sequel and they were getting the whole band back together because i think cox and campbell do the and dewey's in four too. Mm. cox campbell and arquette do four but i don't think david arquette is in two or three right or am i making yeah, that yes. up is he in all of them he
1: is, yeah okay well i've only means- seen all of them once well until today i watched this one for the second time but i watched all of these for the first time last uh October.
0: okay i just remember mm. it being a big deal that it's like it's like it's scream five it's a legacy sequel, everyone's fucking back like lego and um so i watched all of i watched two three and four in like the week leading up to five and i remember watching three and being like it's another scream movie like, yeah, it's kind of like a movie with Spider Man in it. It's like, it's yeah, like, it's, like, it's like, look, it's a movie with sure. Spider Man in it. It's minimum six out of 10. It's like, it's another Scream movie. Like, I like those movies, like, minimum. Yeah. yeah. Like, the worst, the worst thing I'm going to say about it is like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah.
1: Had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, but this one was really good. I'm glad I watched it. I, uh yeah, it does to bring it all back it also does kind of make me want to rewatch scary movie yeah but i also
0: feel like maybe that's a path i just shouldn't walk down yeah well yeah I, I know we talked about it in the first half but now that you've mm-hmm. seen it carson yeah like how fucking weird is it that when they were like we are gonna parody Horror movies they parodied Scream and was the, the one first we're really gonna latch one, on to is
1: Scream, the one that's nearly a is is a fucking pastiche, like yeah,
0: yeah, it's and like weird. to some degree, you kind of have to because it was like the biggest horror movie of the 90s, yeah, yeah, but at the same time, like,
1: how why, strange, why is that? is that the one you choose? It's a really odd, it's so odd, like it's it's the thing, it's why I said I think it's fascinating if you do the 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 trilogy where it's halloween this and then scary movie yeah. because it's yeah it's it's watching a pastiche turn into a parody i've no. never seen like, any of the scary movies i've seen all of them yeah oh, think- oh you've never seen, never seen any of them i've never seen any of the scary movies uh- yeah
0: oh i have not seen any of them since i was a teenager i really yeah. remember thinking one was really funny when i was like yeah. 16, and i remember thinking all the other ones were kind of not very good two was all of always my favorite.
1: See, and i heard and three is the best. I've I remember three and four being bad, but also I was 12 years old when I saw those movies. So uh yeah. I don't know. Which um, are legendarily the opinions you want to sign in blood. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I mean, look, that first scary movie, I guarantee you that that seems like breeding ground for there is just I here's the here's the order of your watching a scary movie, and you go, huh, that joke's actually kind of clever. Eh, joke's too broad. Oh, that joke does not. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, nope, nope, I can't nope, say nope, that nope. anymore. And it's, just, and it's just that over and over and over and over again for an hour and a half. Like, I guarantee sure. you. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I kind of do want to watch it because it, the exercise of that's the one that you parody does, it
0: is fascinating to me. I'm like, why? why? Right. Why you- well, and 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 to some degree, it almost makes sense because it's like yeah. when the movie you are parodying already like sets up all the rules you get to, yeah then, you get to then do the smash cut towards like oh my god like you can't do this because like it's the horror movie rule and then you get to smash cut to the most like absurd over-the-top ridiculous version of it yeah but like at the same time it's like isn't and like i don't know i i remember thinking some of the later ones were pretty lazy Yeah, Um, And I mean, like, maybe I mean, maybe that's the shit right there is it's just like, you know, a good parody should be able to diagnose the rules Mm -hmm. by itself and should be able to point the audience to (laughs) To the the rules and then make fun of them. On its own terms, and maybe the reason you do it with scream is because it's like, well, now we only have to do half the work. Yeah, it's really good shorthand. Yeah, no, all we have to do is have Jamie Kennedy explain the rules, then we can smash cut to a shot of a dick. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you do you think? Okay, do you think that in at least the first scary movie, do you think that there's like a single kill, or do you think it's it like we need this to be a PG-13 rated comedy? We cannot even. No, the first scary movie is rated R. Is it?
0: Yeah, it's gotta be like. Well, be like, but it's like, yeah. Do
1: you think that's because it's like Charlie Sheen comes out and he's like, "Here's my dick," or do you think it's <laughs> it's because they show some blood?
0: Any good blood? Yeah, um, I don't know. I know that there is a dick. I know that, that you. Do I mean, dick. So like,
1: I be- I believe it. it. Sounds pretty cool. <laughs>
0: It's not. It yeah, isn't. probably I not. Promise. Probably not. But I don't know. God, I don't wanna, I don't wanna I scary movie
1: that. is rated for R by the MPAA for strong crude sexual humor, language, yep, drug of use, course. and violence. Ah, uh, violence. Okay. I now that I think about it, I think the premise of scary movie three might be that Charlie Sheen can achieve an erection. And that's the main problem of the beginning of Scary Movie. I believe
0: that's the setup.
1: I think it is. I think it because it's a um because it's the ring. It's signs. Oh no, it's it's signs. signs Maybe it's both. It's signs in the ring. Because his wife dies. Like in signs.
0: Oh yeah, there is the funny scene where she is smashed by the car and he's talking to her for like a really long long time. time. Oh, uh, signs is a weird fucking movie
1: signs is a really weird movie i saw signs for the first time like early 2020 and i was like what well that's just i was watching a lot of m night i was catching up on a lot of m night before old
0: yeah what weird... one does. i'm so we wait we talked
1: about it right yeah i i think i sent y'all the trailer for the new m night right Oh yeah, it looks, looks fucking, so cool. fucking. Oh, it looks so weird. I'm good. so into it.
0: It looks incredible. It looks so cool. Like he's back, baby. Yeah, M Night.
1: It's we were talking about this. Uh, plug right near the end. We'll do the plugs in a minute. But like the plug for Patreon, we talked about Blade Runner 2049. Um. M. Knight understands the thing about Dave Bautista that, uh, Caroline, you said Denny Veniov does, which is uh, if you just show how fucking big this man is and then just make him talk in a really calm, muted tone, you're just like, what the fuck? You're like, what's wrong? Like, <laughs> yeah, this, he should some, something's this. incorrect here. Like, yeah. This
0: man should have to yell
1: to move his arm. <laughs> yes, to, like, <laughs> to get up the momentum just to to fucking ambulate. Yeah, absolutely uh oh man m Knight, what a guy um yeah so i like scream that's i have this makes me happy i'm yeah i'm glad i'm glad you're happy um well i don't know i think that's it do we have any other yeah i think scream I think thoughts
0: i think that's scream i mean there's 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 four more of these bad mm-hmm. boys
1: so oh, I can't wait for to watch six. it oh yeah i don't understand why scream 5 and scream 6 were released in january and march but I that's really wait they're, out
0: next year they're doing like, like next 23? year march twenty twenty three.
1: it just and, wraps i mean if they directly like if they're directly spoofing the new halloweens and they do a trilogy that might be something that would be fun. That might that's be first, something.
0: But but that's the thing is Nev's not coming back for uh,
1: sure the first
0: time. Hmm. Unless unless what if that I I they're I banking on the star chat.
1: they're banking Here's on the me. star power of Jack Quaid, our yeah. hottest newest star. So, so uh, actually, the I final like girl Jack in Quaid. those like Jenna Jack Ortega Quaid too. is the like the final girl of this generation. She's fucking everywhere. She's in everything. I feel like I've heard that name before. Um, so probably but, yes. My hottest theory slash take slash I don't want this to happen, but I think it'd be kind of funny mm. if it did, is they advertise Neva's not coming back and then she's the killer.
0: Oh, uh, I don't want her to be the killer, but that would be that would blow my fucking mind. I feel that way. Exactly. Like I do they not could want pull it, to it happen, off, but I would be fascinated.
1: That's at least like a take. That's like yeah. something.
0: What if yeah. what if? I would, I would love it. Oh, it looks like Hayden Panettiere is coming back too. That's crazy. She is. Um, I would love. Okay, my my Scream Six Nev surprise. Um, would be the whole thing is like Ghostface is back. Ghostface is back. Ghostface is back. And the whole thing is like no one can get a hold of Sydney. And it's like, oh shit, this is the first time we have to do it without Sydney. And then like in the third act, like they call the cops and there's like a banging on the door downstairs. And they're like, oh, who is it? And then Sydney Prescott bursts through the fucking door with a shotgun. It's like, where's the mother? Where's this motherfucker? Yes. She's she's wearing just like fucking Ash's
1: outfit. She's just wearing like fucking
0: <laughs> like cargo pants and a blue
1: shirt. Yeah. With a chainsaw and a shotgun. I, just, I yeah.
0: do. I do really want an F Campbell surprise. One of
1: my <laughs> favorite lines from scream five is Dewey calls. And it was like, it's happening again. Mm-hmm. Do you have a gun? And she went, I'm Sydney Prescott. Of, of course, course I have, I a, have gun. a gun. Damn.
0: Damn. Damn good line.
1: Good line. Courtney's good coming line.
0: back. We've got a Gail Weathers. Yeah. Coming back for six, interesting, yeah. interesting. What else is
1: Courtney Cox doing nowadays? I mean, how all Cougar of Town? her money.
0: Probably, yeah. yeah. All that, yeah. all that Cougar Town money, yeah. All that Friends money. Well, yeah, that too. Like a million an episode for twenty-four wow, episodes yeah. for uh, six seasons or whatever. Ten, no. 30 years ago. I wish, yeah, you, she's got she's money.
1: Paying alimony to uh David, David, cat. <laughs> <David laughs> oh, you know she is. Uh, I would um. You know, I'd be in a show as bad as Friends for that much money.
0: Oh, of course. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Of course.
1: I'd be on a show ten times worse than Friends for...
0: For that much money. For, for that, much, that money? much money? Oh, for, for half that th- much money. For a quarter of that much money. Oh, ten times as bad as Friends is pretty bad. I would be on a show <laughs> ten your... times as bad as Friends for one-tenth of the money, because that's still $100,000 an episode. Yeah, but then I'm $100,000
1: an episode, but you're trading it for like... I'm pretty sure 10 times as bad as friends is like they put your picture in the history books of just like this person ruined all of culture. Okay. Like, we get it, Carson. You want to be an actor. I do. I, it's me wanting to be an actor and also uh, me shitting on friends. Those are the two things I'm trying to communicate. I just,
0: I just can't even imagine what 10 times worse than friends is. <laughs> um. I was about to say the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> Not
1: wrong big bang theory is so bad i do sometimes have this is great this is the end of the stream episode i do sometimes have the conversation with people where i'm like if they're like what's the worst thing you see and i'm like hey hot take it's any take one episode of big bang theory it's like it's As a straight white man, it is the closest I have ever come to feeling like attacked for being who I am. Like, because Big, (laughs) like Big Bang Theory is like discriminatory against nerds. Like, I swear, it is bad.
0: I currently own in my house season two of the Big Bang Theory.
1: Insane. Why?
0: Fantastic. The reason why is because I got it for my dad for Christmas like fourteen years ago. That's so good uh and he never watched it because it was a DVD. And uh, what does that man have any need for a DVD, even though it was his yeah. favorite show? Um, and so then I when I moved into my first place, i I have the entertainment center that I've just had. But one weird quirk about my entertainment center is it's got the shelves. But for some reason, there is like a little lip, like on the shelf that is about one DVD thick that just like, if I put things on the shelf, it will overlap by that much. Oh. And that's where I put all my Blu-rays. So what? I use it as a buffer stone so I can <laughs> put the Big Bang Theory season two all the way on <sighs> the end. And then I can see the last Blu-ray on the shelf and I don't like accidentally lose one to the void.
1: Oh my Lord, that's, that's, that's really good. good. It's really good. It's become yeah. a literal paperweight. Um, I will share. I believe the other
0: one I have is Super Troopers. I think that's the one that's on the other side is Super Troopers on DVD. Y'all are definitely
1: aware of this because you were here for the, I mean, not here, but you were with me digitally as I went through this. But like a year ago, no, more than that, like two years ago, whatever. One of my friends from grad school gets in my car (laughs) and and in in my backseat. Ah, yeah. Yeah. And she goes, Carson, and I go, what? And she goes, why do you have season three of Fringe on Blu-ray in the back of your car? And my car was clean. There was nothing else in the backseat of my car besides this Blu-ray. Oh. And I was like, "Uh, look, it's a long story. And she was like, no, it's fine. Like, you're the one person that I'm like, no, this makes sense. You would have season three of Fringe on Blu-ray in the back of your car. Um, Yeah, I sold it, though. I finally did. It took a minute. And you know what I bought? But, From the DVD exchange? What? Uh, the Matrix Quadrilogy. Eh.
0: Oh, that's a really yeah. good. It's a really good trade up. It really is. You got that much for season three? Well, I guess TV no. does cost. I guess TV yeah. always is more expensive because there's this, just so much more. On one it's package. more. I No, I got like. I mean, I traded that and like one other thing
1: and then I still had to pay like five dollars for gotcha. Matrix, but that's, hey, still worth it. Five dollars for all four Matrix movies on Blu-ray is an incredible deal. Like such a steal. Um, all right. Uh, scream.
0: Um, that's it. That's yeah. it. Scream. It's a great a, movie. It's a great movie. It's a blast and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, we love you, What's Craven, R.I.P. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Uh Corey, do you want to, if 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 they
1: enjoyed whatever this was, if they want to. If they enjoyed 45 minutes of Scream and 15 minutes of just pure anime. Yeah, yeah. Here's where they Did should be. Did we make us. it to
0: 45 minutes of out Scream? I oh, feel then, like it was maybe 20 oh. and 40 no i think we were like 45 15 okay that's okay good. i'll that's good. take that
1: i'll take that uh if you like what you hear please be sure to like us and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts leaving a review would also really help out the visibility of the show follow us on twitter instagram and tiktok all at H H Y N S Pod. follow us on letterboxd uh our individual accounts carson is at fun movie zone Caroline is at CK Cinema, and I am at Corey Reagan. Uh, Special thank you to our patrons. If you would like a shout-out on the show and bonus content, head over to our Patreon, patreon patreon.com slash H-H-Y-N-S pod. Yeah, and
0: um, yeah, I mean, Corey gave the plug for Patreon, but um, really seriously, you guys, uh, we are about to drop our, and by about to, I mean in like a week or two later this month, we're about to drop our episode on 2018's uh Halloween directed by David Gordon Green which I am very 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 excited to talk about um I yeah. didn't talk about it this month uh much on the podcast but I talked about Jamie Lee being my favorite final mm-hmm. girl um I love Halloween I have so many fucking thoughts I'm so worried for Halloween ends, but way cooler than all of that Ooh. is evil <laughs> you know gonna what die I did? I think evil died last year I think the conceit of this one is that it jumps forward to next Halloween Oh, silly me. But um evil died 365 days ago.
1: Uh, I have to. oh no, I have to watch Halloween Kills like tomorrow. You sure do,
0: buddy. Hey, oh, calm no. down. If you come to see it with me, I think I am. You can sit on the couch. Um, but way cooler than Halloween Kills. You know what I did today regarding Halloween? I bought myself a little hat. This says music by John Carpenter, nice, and it's coming love in the that. mail nice. and, uh, yeah, but um, yes, I love Halloween. Our Halloween episode is gonna be a lot of fun, and um, we just really, really, really sp- appreciate your support over on Patreon. Mm. Hell yeah. yeah, hell, yeah. um, so what's next week? Next week, we're putting you through it again. And um, One more time! One Had more time. time! Was Scream one of your favorite horror movies? I, I called. I called my shot in the beginning that I was like, I think Scream's going to be one of like your favorite ones that I make. Yeah, do
1: probably. It. I mean, like, I mean, I've liked m- uh, most of the ones we've done a lot. Okay, like we've ahead. done, you've cur- curated a good, like, because I freaking love the original Halloween and i mean i really yeah yeah no we've done pretty good but yeah it's probably up there i had to
0: yeah i I really hope that trend continues with next week's film because this one can go either way for you i am so because this is one of the more disturbing films we'll do on the podcast but i also think it is one of the most like artistically and just like filmmakingly just fascinating Mm -hmm. like of like the classic horrors um next week we are doing the original, not to be confused with the very recently released Hulu uh, reboot. We'll be doing Hellraiser mm-hmm. next. We're week on raise the hell, and it is one of the most disturbing films I've ever seen, and it's fucking metal as hell, and I love it. I'm so. I keep
1: seeing those. I've been seeing those Hulu uh, ads, and I'm like, oh no, is this series for me, or is this like too much Wait, for is my the, is
0: the is the wheat constitution. One? is oh the, the film series i see
1: yeah uh, not like the hulu show the hulu i mean original like series yeah i just mean like if it's anything like the ads for that show i don't know i've seen like the first three saw movies I've ever told you guys that
0: oh why yeah because just like with my dad should it's i not weird. bother with those no <sighs> well, i would watch the first one but like here's the thing and i was actually thinking about this whilst watching Scream screen because if like halloween is the 70s Elm Street and or maybe, you know, um, Elm Street and Friday Friday the 13th, even though 13th starts in the 70s. But like Friday the 13th is a defining one of the 80s. Scream is 90s. I was thinking about what's the 2000s. And I'm like, I'm like, God, it was a cultural fucking wasteland because the answer is undoubtedly saw
1: because they made 10 of them. And then also Spiral, inspired by the Book of Saw.
0: Yeah. And And then Jigsaw a few years earlier. Jigsaw, yeah, yeah. They've tried to reboot it like three times.
1: Yeah, and nobody is, and there's never been any reaction to them, but the original run was so popular. Yeah. Yeah, and then like the 10s is like, you know, paranormal activity.
0: Yeah. Well, the 10s well yeah. yeah the the tens really is the conjuring and the tens really is that like all right we you've seen you've seen everything we're taking it back to the fucking 70s like we're yeah. taking it back to the classics with like the conjuring yeah. we're doing exorcist one. again like yeah and prepare i yourself. mean I, th- I mean i think it makes a lot of sense in the way that like culture just kind of eats itself it's like yeah it makes sense that we would be like we've done the slasher for 50 years we have to go back to the paranormal demon film and then five years later, they're like, by the way, Halloween's coming out again. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I, I'm waiting for a Nightmare on Elm Street uh, reboot. Well, we I love th- it. I if think they, I, yeah. Because there was a 07 remake and or whatever it, it is. so sucked. And uh, it, yeah, and I, I am waiting for them to do a to do a queer horror comedy uh, reboot of Nightmare on Elm Street. I,
1: I think yeah. I said this. I want in, the Duffer Brothers to do it really bad.
0: Oh, oh, that would interesting.
1: be interesting. That would be. That would be so weird. I'd who is the guy under. who is the guy who did the It movies? Ooh. Um, oh, um. That's a good fucking point. It movies just in terms of aesthetic. Yeah, I mean,
0: I mean that first it movie, I would have absolutely been like, yeah, scream with these mother this motherfucker to do. and and Mushinetti. I
1: am Mushinetti. just get someone who can do the the goofs the goofs and the bits that's all I I, want I maintain season three of Stranger Things specifically is an audition tape for Nightmare on Elm Street that is the one I fell off of halfway through though and it's why I haven't seen season four yeah I think it's good I I think it's better than most other people think I think um but it's the best mixture of bits and horror. Mm. Here's my thing with that is that Hopper is a real bummer. And like 80% of the reason that I like that show is because it's David Harbour having fun. And he's True. a real bummer in that season. And yeah. like, man, yeah. not, as, not as much about that. Not as much about that. I really wish that we had enough money to pay for the rights to Kate Bush's running up that hill. So that could just be the end of the episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, if we could just fade out in a run of that hill. Yeah. <laughs> and Corey, you said this like half hour ago at this point, but like it makes perfect sense that this is what the Scream episode oh. turns into because it, there's nothing else that it can be. We're about yeah. to cross 70 minutes for
1: the back backup. I've, Shit, um, yeah. I have, um, I'll say this now. I am not like, I'm not intoxicated, but I have been with my mother all day and I've been drinking since like 3 p.m. Love that. For yeah, you. you know, yeah, it was great. So good. I'm having a nice refreshing Coors. Mm-hmm. If any of you had one of these? Of
0: course. <laughs> that having been said, we will see you all next week when we talk Hellraiser. <laughs> Hellraiser, Hell- Hell- yeah!